everybody. You're listening to What's Your Number? The podcast where we ask ourselves and others that age-old question, what's your number? In the hopes that telling these stories from our sexual past might help us get a little closer to understanding why we are the way we are. I'm Olivia, recording from Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from New York City. Welcome to another episode of What's Your Number? Welcome, welcome. Um, So today we will be talking a little bit about hooking up with the cool guy. Um, Actually a recurring theme on our episode, or sorry, our podcast, but actually not that common, shockingly, with how many people we've hooked up with. So uh, (laughs) before we get into the episode, um, just a quick reminder to take our listener survey Um, So some of you have been responding and giving us really great feedback, which is awesome. Uh, So just wanted to remind you guys to keep it coming because it really helps us know what kind of content you want to hear more. Yeah, um, the responses so far have been super helpful. Just echo that. And um, also, if you love the show or just want to give us some feedback in a more public forum, um, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and please subscribe. That's the best way to never miss an episode and also helps the algorithm gods um, bring our show to more people. Amazing. God, the the algorithm gods, the big tech gods. They are so powerful. (laughs) They are so all-knowing and so powerful. All of us tiny little humans bow down to them. We cower. (laughs) We cower at their their presence, at their power. Um, Yeah. So yeah, so today's theme, I mean, to to be honest, I I feel like this one was kind of a reach. it, there's a lot going on in this episode in terms of just in my life um, beyond beyond just like the person. But um, really when I look back at this experience as a whole, I really just like reflect on this as, you know, that time I hooked up with the cool guy. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminded me of your number four, actually. My number four. Okay. You're going to have to remind me who that was. And I think definitely the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, number four was, um, you know, your fourth, your fourth dick. Uh, you were a freshman, I think. I believe you were a freshman working in the dean's office in an oh, open relationship. Oh. And you loved smoking weed very much in your chill girl era. Oh, it's all and coming back to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe you got really high um, <laughs> and like you got too high to fuck the first time you hung out. And the yes. second time you hung out, you were, you know, getting hot and heavy and you, you told him that you <laughs> no. didn't want to stretch out your vagina for your boyfriend. No. Oh my God, I was hoping this story would never come up again. I hope it was just going to get like buried oh, yeah. in the No, it's, it's recorded. In it's the recorded. vaginals. <laughs> nope, it's uh, it's literally in the public domain now. So <laughs> this is true. Yes, I did not want to stretch out my 
tight 18 year old vagina. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, and I then I asked fair. him to accept my friend request. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that. So basically, like, I, I wonder if this story actually is like, because, you know, I'd ha- I definitely hooked up with cool people before. It wasn't, it's not like it's the first time, but I feel like it's like one of the first times where like I was also cool. Like we were mm-hmm. both like, cool, cool. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I wasn't as cool as like I remember. I'm sure I, you know, wasn't, didn't have that much chill because as we know, like I am like the antithesis of a chill girl. But <laughs> I, I think it was, it was more like, I don't know. It was just kind of like a good interaction. You know? Okay. Just like yeah. just like a, a good time, a cool time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We both had you, fun. We liked it. Right. It's fine. Kind of a shaker hander, maybe. Not quite a shaker hander, actually. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. I don't really address that, but like, yeah, maybe like it sounds like a shaker hander adjacent. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Well, let's let's hear the story and then maybe we can do a full taxonomy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sounds good. I love that. Um, I was actually just thinking, I was like, we should actually like start classifying these people. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, these hookups, not these people. You never yeah. want to start classifying people. <laughs> yeah, let's I mean, get, out, get out the measuring stick. Yeah, no, no, um, no. No, no, we, we've said from the beginning we will not talk about dick size. And we have stuck to that promise, have we not? I mean, yes, a few times it was like kind of had to be mentioned as, you know, an aside. I mean, only only I feel like where it like benefits them. Right, exactly. have it mentioned. You know, yeah. we would only bring up anything beneficial. I feel like we well, also... Well, like if it didn't fit in a certain orifice, I'm pretty much... Did, and like it had to get mentioned. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, I feel like that's definitely a memorable experience that, you know, is worth pointing out. Yeah. But I was just... I was almost just kind of thinking of like, you know, just classifying these hookups and coming up with a way to um, identify them. Anyway, yeah, that'd be fun. I see, I see the, I see the visual. I see yeah. the visual. Yeah, exactly. Getting a visual here, <laughs> listeners. Do not steal this idea. <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so fun. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So okay. So last time you heard from me, I had just gotten stood up, and my pride was a tad bit wounded. I did not behave super chillly, if that's a word. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I didn't really care that much because, you know, I was on my way out. I had just finished up a uh, raft guide training at the rafting company I'd be working at for the summer. And so I just like had all my stuff moved out of my old house so I could just essentially be living at the rafting company that summer. Um, they had basically a boathouse that uh, I could kind of use as, you know, there was like a shower there and, and a stove. Well, actually not a stove, like a refrigerator. Um, you know, basically the trappings of a house. And then there were various uh, sleeping options um, that I was kind of excited about. Um, there was this awesome renovated school bus that they had used to live in. The The couple who what? ran the rafting company, they had originally lived in the school bus while they were building their house. And it was just really awesome. It was like had all like wood finish on the inside and it was just like kind of like parked there full time. Oh my God. People in <clears throat> Montana and they're, they're little... 
houses that they built. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, I, I also like you could also just like, you know, sleep in a tent or, you know, sleep out in the open, which, you know, that's what I would eventually do um, when the pack rats would kind of make their presence known in the school bus. Oh, God. True story. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, when I was first moving out there, I was like, great, this little school bus is just going to be like my private little area. And um, I was, you know, everyone else kind of, like all the other raft guides kind of had their own area where they would sleep. Like, you know, one person slept in his truck. Um, another person had a van that they slept in. Someone else camped out. And then, there, you know, one of the couples who was a raft guide, rafting guide couple, um, they had another bus that they had renovated. Okay. <laughs> you know, so everyone would just kind of camp out there. And it was, it was like, it was a really, really fun little vibe. Um, and it was really nice to be spending so much time outside. So I would kind of started guide training with the ambitions of like, you know, maybe becoming a guide. Um, and at first I was, you know, fearless on the water. Um, it was obviously we started guide training early in the season and the, the CFS was already, was like really high. So, the, you know, the river was like really rushing really quickly, tons of water because mm-hmm. there's all the, the runoff. Um, from the snow. Right. And yeah, but then, you know, the more I learned about it, the the less I really wanted to do it because the more I learned kind of like what could go wrong and, you know, what your responsibilities are. So I kind of started off yeah. fearless and then I was like, oh shit, like I have to be the person who gets people back in the boat. And yeah, it was just, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. It's pretty, it's pretty serious shit. Like if your raft flips over, especially if you're with other people that don't know as much what they're doing and then exactly yeah and I would say like this river is pretty safe um in general but we did have a a one class four rapid um so that's pretty high and Mm -hmm. you know definitely I I don't think I ever went through that rapid without like flipping my raft or like without falling in the water or flipping my raft so you know yeah Whatever. I, I think I just kind of chickened out. Also, you know, I mean, just an aside, I'm an Aries, so I'm just not a water person, as I learned. I think it kind of dims my light a little bit. Um, but anyway, uh-huh. um, thankfully, I had this awesome spot as the company photographer, which was like a much better fit for me. So um, basically, they would, when all the guests came, they would load them up in, you guessed it, a school bus. <laughs> um, they would take they would take them down to the put in, and then meanwhile I would drive to this little spot, kind of halfway down the river, and I would kind of hike in I don't know a quarter mile to um, this place where you could kind of climb onto this rock that overlooked one of the rapids, um, and I would just like chill there all day. You know I'd wear a bikini or whatever, like I would just sit in the sun. Perfect, perfect scenario for me. You know, I kind of got to be... Oh my God, and just like take photos of people as they came by? (laughs) Yeah, like when they would go through the rapids, I would take photos of them. And then before that, I'd get to watch like all the like hot kayakers and boaters come through, you know, doing flips and doing crazy things. And yeah, you know, boating culture is really fun. And I really love like rafting people. So it's just like really fun to be a part of it. Yeah, sounds amazing. Yeah. And I think at the time I was also just like, you know, it was I was very much in my millennial search for meaning era, you know? So I was like, I'm just going to 
throw myself out there and just try new things and do new things, you know? So it was like a completely like, it's, it was a pretty big shift from, you know, living life in Portland or whatever, but here I was and it kind of made perfect sense at the time. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so there was, as I mentioned, kind of like a lot of people there and therefore a lot of energy there. So there were, you know, three like older guides who'd been there for like three or four years. And then um, two, you know, strapping young gentlemen who had gone through guide training with me um, Mm -hmm. who were like much younger. They're like, I don't know, I'd say they're like 21. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there were a couple people closer to my age and then a few girls who kind of like worked weekends. And, um, you know, my one of my best friends also happened to do the accounting. Um, And so she came to hang out with me quite a bit. So basically there was a vibe um, and everyone, everything was like new and exciting. And there was a lot of like energy at first because everyone was very, you know, stoked on, you know, being part of the raft company. So people would That's such a rafting (laughs) word too. Like everyone was stoked. Like that was the exact word that was being thrown around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the things we would say would be like, I blanked my face off, you know? Mm, It'd be like, I mm-hmm. paddled my face off today, you know? <laughs> yeah, faces were coming off all over the place. And people were saying things like totes my goats. Yeah, yeah. But there there was like an actual, like, I think because we had so many people and because there were enough older people and younger people, there was kind of this just culture of, wow, like we want to learn the ropes and, you know, what is like... the we were talking about, you know, the people who'd been before us and t- their older guides would like tell us crazy stories of, you know, when they took a swim down the river, you know, on accident and oh yeah, you know, stuff like that. You yeah, know? I so know these was, guys. These are like my dad's friends. Like all exactly. my dad's friends are old rafting guides. Great. Yep. Another reason why I feel like I would be your dad's friend if he were like 30 <laughs> years younger. I always knew. I always knew. <laughs> Professor Blank was very cool. <laughs> Almost said his real name. (laughs) Yeah, he's a total chiller. Yeah, it's like a different vibe than when you're in the lecture hall taking his class, but like probably not that different. (laughs) But it's like, it's easy to believe that like that could be his vibe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so like on busy weekends, you know, we all dressed up in costumes and then on rainy days, we watched movies in the boathouse. And then on quiet weekdays, when there are not as many guests, you know, I would just kind of enjoy spending my day outside. Um, I would go for runs and um, hang out with the family who owned the place. Uh, They're really sweet. Um, and it was just awesome to, be, you know, know them, essentially. Uh-huh. Cool. <clears throat> so, as you may have guessed, um, there was one character I've forgotten to mention or Ooh. I've neglected to mention. Uh-huh. Um, and he was kind of an enigma. So he had also worked at the rafting company for a really long time. And I think he had worked there the longest out of anyone who was there. But oh. he he didn't work there full time anymore. So he had kind of, he had since graduated to more intense waters Right. Um, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. So this was just basically a mud puddle to him. Um, <laughs> and now he's he's doing that more hardcore, multi-day trips. You know, on that's hot. On, the, yeah. on the intense water. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. Further but he upstream. would come back just to like hang out, essentially, for like busy weekends. You know, if or if he happened to be in town, and uh, you know, of course, the fact that he was like 
you know, a very experienced guide who was just handling, you know, class five rapids all the time, mm-hmm. um, gave him a, a certain sex appeal. Yeah. Um, and I also liked that he was like a little weird. Um, he, he had a mullet um, and kind of- What? You just slipped that in there. <laughs> in a cool way. Like he, it, like he kind of just had this cool vibe. Like he was very, he, I would definitely say like hipster without like trying too hard. Um, and he kind of came across like he had this like very silly, goofy side. You know, he wore um, flamboyant clothing, almost like in, in a Harry Styles kind of a way. Uh-huh, um, yeah. Like whenever we'd wear costumes, like he'd wear something a little bit feminine, but like, you know, he had whenever like a- Whenever you would wear costumes? Is this like a- Yeah. Um, so I was, just, I as I mentioned, I think I mentioned a few minutes ago, like on busy weekends and stuff, like they had this, you know, they had like a bunch of wigs and stuff. So everyone at the company would- Dress up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yep. Another very rafty thing. Um, but yeah, so he, but like he also, you know, he was like a little bit flamboyant, but like he was also like really hot. So he kind of like pulled it off and he had, I mean, he was like jacked. Uh, right. Like, you know, it's as you can imagine, as you can guy. imagine. Um, and then he also kind of had this like contrasting personality where he was a little bit uh, more on the quiet side, even though, you know, he could be kind of like outgoing and goofy and stuff like that. When you talk to him, he really just like focused um, intently at what you were saying and kind of, you know, he's just a very good listener. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, everyone kind of who interacted with him felt that they were having like a genuine interaction. Everyone kind of felt like they had a, a relationship with him and a friendship with him, which was... right. Yeah. That's such a skill or whatever that is, a quality. A blessing. Yeah. <laughs> it exactly. feels like, I mean, people, some people are just like blessed with that ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so yeah, so I had met, a, uh, met him a few times and obviously I thought he was very cool, um, but I hadn't, but he had no, I, but I had no idea like how he actually felt about me. Um. And it's kind of, it's obviously like very likely that, you know, it was apparent that I thought he was super attractive. Um, and, you know, he probably was like, oh, well, this will be easy. But, <laughs> you know, I kind of had no clue that he was into me at all. I was like, who, me? You know, like, why, why me? Like, why would this, you know, Greek god be attracted <laughs> to me? <laughs> Um, absurd, but yeah, why would this man with a mullet ever consider <laughs> right? Right, stooping to my level? That's so crazy. How like then you look back on these things and, and like and I don't know, look at photos or anything. You're just like, yeah, no, because yes, hot. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. You know, I, I do wonder how I'd feel if I like met him now, you know? Um, I mean, he was also like a few years older than me. So sometimes what your perspective on those people mm-hmm. is is a little different. You're like, you just automatically think that they're way cooler than you. And then when you reach that age, you're like, where are you though? Right. Yeah. Um, and the age but difference no, I, kind of like decreases with time, weirdly. Agreed. Agreed. I do. I do think this person was genuinely very cool though. Um, so yeah, so nothing really happened until 4th of July weekend. Um, and I think I'd met him like once or twice at that point. Um, but he was kind of in town for the weekend and, you know, we'd had a big day out on the river and we were hanging out at the boathouse, uh, playing volleyball, 
classic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to remember how this happened. I don't exactly remember, but I think he called me over to the school bus. Um, mm. I don't remember. I think like he like got my attention somehow. He's like, come over here or something. Um, or maybe, you know, a volleyball went like, you know, rampant and I went and ran for it. And then he's like, oh, come over here. And then I went over there or something. I think that may have been what happened. Okay. But I mean, sorry, you know, number 25, I could be totally messing this up. I know I did not initiate it. Let's just put it that way. Okay. It was like out of the blue. You just lured into a school bus. <laughs> right, right. And we're kind of facing, so the way we're facing is so that the door is away from everybody. So when we were on that side, like you couldn't see us at all. Uh-huh. So it was right. kind of like private, even though we're 20 yards from our friends. Right. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Kind of like all the way at the back of the bus compared to the driver of the bus. We were actually like, so you know how the entrance of the bus is like right by the driver? Uh-huh. So we were at the entrance of the bus. Oh, okay. And everyone else was on the other end. Yeah. But you, yeah, you couldn't, and you couldn't see us because the bus was like in between us and them. Right. Yeah. Um, or so I thought. I mean, you know. It's like, who knows? Right. Who knows who saw it? You know, there's like a million people running around. Um, but yeah. And so then he kissed me. And yeah, we just kind of like made out for a second. And it was just, he's so, he was just so smooth. I was like, I wasn't expecting this. It was weird. And, um, and then he very smoothly suggested that we go up to the other school bus, which is where I was staying, and uh, hang out. Uh-huh. And yeah, so again, I kind of just remember being like, oh my God, you know, me? Like, really? Are you sure? And, you know, and then I was also like, but they'll know. And he just, but he just kind of had this way of like making you feel really calm and, you know, like he was in control of the situation. Like everything would just be fine. Right. Um, Like it was no big deal. So I was like, okay, cool. See you up there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we went up to this little spot in the back of the bus that had been turned into basically like a small little like bedroom. Like it had like a little bed on it. And it was really pretty up there because you're basically in like the pine trees and you could open up the back doors so that it was like a big window. And we had sex and then kind of lay there talking for a bit, just kind of getting to know each other. And um, it was nice. Like I was definitely into him. And I think that I thought to myself that I really liked him. Like I was like, oh, I really like this person because he was just like very likable. Um, But I also think I knew what it was and I don't think it felt like the moment to either of us. Like I don't think we were like, wow, that was the best thing ever. I think we were both like, that was really fun, you know? Um, Because it didn't make it meaningless that it wasn't the moment. It was actually like pretty meaningful to me at the time because, you know, it felt like we really connected and... It felt like, you know, it's always really vindicating when you see someone that you're really attracted to and you think is really cool. And then they also kind of think you're cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. But you like had no idea. So, uh huh. Yeah. So I think that was awesome and good for the old ego at the time. Um, It was also just nice to connect with another human in that way and like kind of on a deeper way, which is, you know, something I will say for me in general, like I really do like intimately connecting with people, which I think is partly why I've had so many random hookups. But um, but yeah, so I think we both kind of had the same feeling and 
um, that was kind of all we needed. And a few hours later, he left to go back to the other river. Wow. Yeah, well, it, is it something too, like when you're around that many people all the time and sort of living in this constant group dynamic, it's always kind of nice to have these one-on-one connections. It's kind of like an oasis sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. That's exactly it. Yeah, I think um, I definitely experienced, I was, I, you know, as I was um, thinking about this episode, I was thinking about that summer and just thinking about how I wouldn't, I mean, I would do it now, but it also just became really draining to be part of the constant group dynamic yeah. to me. And I, I was just thinking about how I, as a person, just kind of struggle with that because I'm definitely an introvert, um, but I'm, I'm extroverted to the, ex, to the extent that, or in the sense that when I'm in a group of people, I will like put my energy into it. And then I think that's what makes it very draining for me after a long period of time. So I need to have like my recharging time. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think you're spot on with that. Huh. That's so cool. What a, what a fun one. Did you ever uh, like talk to him again or was it just kind of, did you ever cross paths again? I did. I did. Um, Yeah. I was actually wondering if I should wait to talk about this, but I think we hooked up one more time in the fall um, after I had moved back into a house. And then um, we, like, I think at that point in time, it, it kind of, I was maybe wondering, like, do I like you? Do I not? You know, I think I was kind of wondering what it was at that time, a little bit more so. Um, I'm not sure why it kind of took us that long to hook up again. I think maybe he just wasn't around that much or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then I, yeah, and I think that was very much kind of like a similar feeling. And I think I really saw him sort of as like a friend because I was like, oh, maybe we're something more. We hooked up later. And then I was like, nope, same feeling. You right. know, it doesn't feel like we're like gelling that much, but I also still felt a connection to him. And then... um when I was going on a road trip, kind of like leaving Montana, um, uh-huh. a little bit, a couple, like a month or two after that, I actually drove through his town and we kind of met up for coffee and chatted. And that was really nice just to kind of get to know him a little bit more. And I remember being like, oh, we should meet up somewhere. I, I'm going to be in the desert, you know, this time. I was like, I'll be in, you know, the Southwest or something. And he's like, it's a definite maybe. <laughs> like in kind of like a night, like I feel like yeah, that it kind of encapsulated. Like, I'm considering it, yeah. <laughs> it kind of encapsulated, I felt like, what I liked about him in a way because it was like, let's just live in the world where it's a maybe. Yeah. You know, but it's probably a no. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It was just kind of like, it was just kind of fun to be like, great. Like, I just felt super, I think I just, I mean, contrary to what the story might sound, I definitely felt very like respected by him and like seen by him. Yeah. In a lot of ways. That said, I I can't say I really know him very deeply. So I think there's that. But, you know, he's the cool guy. Like, does anyone know him deeply? You know? Right. Yeah. So interesting. So interesting what makes a person cool. But 
Yeah, but totally. I mean, it's it's so much uh, preferable. It just makes me think it's so much preferable to someone saying, yes, for sure. And then, you know, not following through. And just right. like, yeah, it's a definite maybe. Like, we're open to everything. Like, what is life? Yeah. What are possibilities? Exactly. The desert, exactly. the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think at that point in time, it was like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just interesting to hear that. Like, I mean, I guess it was like, that's what I needed to hear. I needed to live in the magic for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. For sure. I love it. I mean, what else can we say about it? Hooking up with the cool guy. Like, it definitely makes you feel good, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that it makes you feel really good until, in my experience, like, until it it doesn't. But it seems like that never happened with this, you know? It never, it just never dropped off. Like, there, you know, because in that way, I do kind of want to classify it as a shaker hander getting back to our taxonomy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like no one had the chance to, like, fall short of expectations or, you know, um, annoy each other or get too clingy or, you know what I right. mean? Everyone just kind of was on the same page the whole, the whole time, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I Yeah, I'm actually like looking back on it. I'm like, maybe it's not fair to say that I knew I didn't want anything more from it because I think I definitely wanted to keep getting to know him and I wouldn't have been opposed to hanging out more. And I was kind of like exploring, like, I think I was like, oh, like, what are your feelings to me? And that kind of thing. So yeah, maybe it's not totally fair to say that. But yeah, I think now that you mentioned mm-hmm. it, it does feel like a shaker hander in a lot of ways. Um, I remember kind of driving away from his house being like, oh, that was like a good way to like, to like kind of let me know you're not that interested, if that makes sense. Right. Also, it's like, yeah, there's a world in which yes, and but it's not like a hell yes, you know? Right. It's a definite maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how sometimes I think as women who are raised with this sort of like Prince Charming um, uh, narrative all the time. It's just like if someone doesn't fall madly in love with us, like after having, you know, direct contact with our vaginas, it does sometimes feel like what went wrong, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like absolutely nothing did. And if if you could just kind of have some perspective on it and be like, well, I'm about to drive into the desert and have this, you know, crazy adventure. And like, he's has no reason to, you know, get on his magic carpet and like speed after me, you know, it, it wouldn't feel, it wouldn't feel weird at all. It would feel totally normal, but something about, about that just kind of sometimes ends up feeling a little bit like, ah, did I do something wrong or I don't know. It's yeah. A, it's a bummer. There is another element to the story that I wasn't sure I wanted to mention, but now it just kind of feels like hard not to mention. Um, but so he knew number five as well. Like he had been on a, tri- he went on a rafting trip with number five. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So wow. he, 
Yeah, and number five was also a raft a raft person, rafty person. Right. Um, so I think in like in kind of exploring the side of it, like, but I'd always obviously been interested in it because I think I'd been exposed to it through number five. Right. So I think I think part of me was just kind of like exploring this world, but it kind of it weirdly felt like I was, I don't know, connecting with number five and not number by like not number five himself, but like all that number five was to me, if that makes right. sense. Sure. Um, so yeah, so that was kind of an interesting element as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. How like how strange. Yeah. Yeah. And it I think it also kind of felt like hooking up with this person. I don't know, he kind of it was like, it was very validating. Let's put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of you are a worthy person without number five. Because at this point in time, like I was still thinking a lot about number five. You right. know, I, I, I have like moved on from him and I was totally single, whatever. But I think I was still kind of chasing the feeling of number five. Mm-hmm. Um, of, you know, just he was such an awesome, like adventurous um, person who I jived with on so many different levels and you know he was like he was kind of like interesting and you know a little bit creative and um, kind of life of the party-ish a little bit and I mean to be honest a little bit cool definitely a you know? cool guy definitely cool definitely very cool and I think to kind of meet someone else who's kind of had like some of these similar qualities mm-hmm. and also like knew him um, but and have that person kind of be like I want to hook up with you. It it felt a little bit validating. Like it wasn't just a fluke with number five. How would it have just been a fluke? <laughs> well, I mean, I, obviously, none of this, none of what I'm saying is logical. Like, right, right, right. I, I, it's none of none of it's based in any type of logic. But I think that there was just kind of this feeling of number five was the thing that connected me to stuff like this. So uh-huh. by me choosing to work at the rafting company, I was like choosing to explore it on my own terms. And right. then there was this kind of weird like meta element that I, you know, hooked up with someone who didn't remind me of him, but was like kind of from his world and had some certain qualities that he had. Like, you know, he was smart. He was kind of funny and flamboyant or whatever. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a cool guy. Right. <laughs> I don't know. There was just there was something to that. There was something to that that it just kind of felt like. The, was it, yeah, yeah. It kind of confirmed that you were on number five's level or something. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe Which, that's what it yeah, is. Again, I think we both know that was like not super important to confirm. You know, <laughs> actually, yeah. but for you at the time, I mean, it totally makes sense why it would be. Right, you know, you just keep going back and trying to, I think, heal wounds with a new version of the same person as we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And there's also this this element of you know it's it's, you know maybe maybe to some degree the not being on number you know confirming I was on number five's level thing for sure, but I think also to some extent like you know being part of the rafting community, um, it always felt like I was just like a plus one in that world. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of nice to just do it on my own terms, if 
like kind of just be like, okay, I'm going to be part of this world, whether you're in my life or not. Like, I don't need you to introduce me to things and and kind of be my like guide. Pardon the pun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the ironic um, part is, um, yeah, because I chose not to because I don't. I kind of felt like I wasn't comfortable being a, an actual rafting guide. I also felt like it was just a little bit out of reach as well because ultimately I was like, I can't, I don't want to take it to the level of making it my own thing fully because, right. you know, if, you, if you're not a guide, you always have to be on someone's boat, you know? Sure, sure. So, yeah. So there were just like, basically I would think I was just exploring that world and I think that part of it was interesting to me because I had been, I mean, part of it was just interesting to me. Um, but also like there was this weird connection to a past self that I was like exploring yeah, and, and kind of like read, redefining its meaning and exploring like what it could mean to me without that person in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Oh man. How long has it been since we last saw number five at this point? Yeah. So I was 25 um, in this story ironically number 12 no, no, number 12 number 25 <laughs> uh-huh. um 25 on number 25 um nice. i think i last saw him when i was 21 yeah so it's just amazing 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 and but this is how not how long until we see him again <laughs> um i think i want to say uh is it is it one year? I feel like it's like one year away. One um, and a half years away from good. seeing him again. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yep. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for the... the it's such a crazy story. But anyways, we won't get too, won't get too carried away. Wouldn't that be great if we could just interview number five for the oh podcast? Oh my God. What would I... <laughs> Give. I would give. What would I give? My left ovary. I wonder if he'd do it. He probably would. He probably would. I know. I mean, he either he'd either be like sure or like hell fucking no. Yeah. You might as well ask. You might as well find out. I mean, I'll do it if you interview one of your exes. Happily. Who do you want me to interview? I'll I'll interview any of them. Anyone but number 13. Yeah, I don't know where to find him. He's probably in jail. <laughs> but, but, but yeah. And, I'll, and yeah, and like my Chilean is really bad, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe number one. <laughs> number one. Number one would, would he totally do it? do it. Of course. He's such a yeah. chiller. Yeah, he'd be down. That would yeah. be that would be entertaining as hell. He also comes off as a, such a fucking prince in this podcast. Like, why wouldn't he? Yeah, totally. I know. Well, that's number number five might be like. <laughs> yeah, I would say like maybe try and get him on the phone like before he has time to listen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, be like, um, I need to interview this podcast. By the way, it's about our relationship. By the way, it needs to happen tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, part of me thinks he wouldn't do it, but man, that'd be interesting. <clears throat> what a time. Yeah, that would, I would love that. Um, Maybe we can set a goal for our listeners. Like if you, you know, if we reach X number of downloads, I'll 
ask number five. Oh my God. Yes, please. Yes, please. If you subscribe to our non-existent Patreon, but we we could make a Patreon for this, Mariah. (laughs) We could. Yeah. See, this would be the reason. Oh man. Oh God. Maybe you should, you know what? Maybe it would go over better if you reached out to him. I'd be happy to. I would reach out to him with the journalist's professionalism. (laughs) Be like, hey, um, I have a podcast about you (laughs) people's past relationships and Mariah is kind of on it too. Uh, (laughs) What an ambush. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned for next time. I guess we'll be uh, rehashing your number 25 or we hashing something else. Well, only time will tell. But <laughs> it's definitely one of those two options. One of those. It's yeah. Well, either way, we'll hash it up. <laughs> we'll be hashing. <laughs> All right. Baby, if you want me, come and get me. I swear, I'll make it easy on my eyes. Is what you are. I don't care who knows it Thanks for listening to What's Your Number. This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy. Editing and mastering by Lightning the Cavern Works. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. Sexcapades.